0: Welcome to this episode of Guarding the Well podcast, where our aim is to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. My name is James. Hopefully you are doing well today. Uh, Hopefully you've been having a great week, and uh, we've been trying to release these on Wednesdays uh, every week because Wednesday, I don't know for you, uh, Wednesday kind of seems to be like that day for me. Uh, It takes forever for the week to get to Wednesday, and then after Wednesday happens, like Sunday is here already. Uh, And so it's one of those days for me they've also— often called Wednesday hump day. I think I mentioned that a couple episodes back, but we hope that you are doing well. Hopefully you've been enjoying the last couple uh, sets of podcasts, really stepping out in faith here and just trying to follow the Lord and what he is putting on our hearts to just do in in a ministry sense of just try to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. And hopefully prayerfully, You've been blessed by uh, these podcasts. And if you have, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. You can uh, connect with us on Facebook and send us a message or comment on one of the posts. You can comment on one of the podcasts there on Podbean or even on Facebook. You can do it as well. And uh, we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast as well. You could do that on Apple, on Google, on Podbean and trying to get it on some other platforms right now. So hopefully uh, you could subscribe for us, connect uh, with us through Facebook. Like, uh, like the post, share, uh, comment. We would really, really love to hear from you and how the Lord is working in your life. And you know, if there's anything you're struggling with, let us know. Maybe we could uh, help you out, give you some guidance according to the scriptures, or uh, maybe it's something that you've been really struggling with, and we can turn it into a podcast. And just let us know. Uh, would love to, love to hear from you, and uh, just connect with us. I came across the story a while back, and so I want to give it to you. Don't worry, it's not long. Uh, But as we get into this story, uh, I just want to let you know that we're starting a two-part series once again this week. Uh, So this Wednesday, well, this episode and the next episode uh, that we are going to be uh, discussing is we're actually going to be talking about pride. Yep, pride. You heard it, pride and humility. So that's going to cover this episode and the next episode. And so hopefully, um, hopefully you tune in and listen to the whole thing because pride is one of those things we struggle with. And so here's the story. Not long ago, uh, there was, well, over 100 years ago, there was a, a boat-building project that was being undertaken. And it was a huge boat-building project. It actually took two years... And 12,000 men to build this boat. That's a I Think about it, 12,000 men working for two years to build just one boat. And when the boat builders and all the, the workers and everything got done building this boat after two years, they stood back and they said, even God cannot sink this ship. Now that's a big statement, don't you think? That even God can't sink this ship. At that time when that boat was built, it was the biggest strongest, most luxurious boat ever built, and so that's why they made that claim. But on April 14th, 1912, when they would normally do the drill for lifeboats. Uh, if you don't know what a lifeboat is, it's those little boats that are on the bigger boats so that if anything happens, if the boat starts to sink or there's a fire or anything along those lines, that people can get on the uh, the little boats, the dinghies, um, and just get out to sea and get away from the boat. Well, the boat is, this big boat that they would built is out on uh, just a cruise, and they would normally do these lifeboat drills uh, that people would know what to do to get into the lifeboats and where they're located and how to work them and everything along those lines to give them protection, to give them safety, if you will. On April 14th, 1912, when they would normally do this drill, they decided that they didn't need to do that lifeboat drill that day. And the reason they decided not to do it is because, well, even God can't sink this ship. It goes back to that saying. Well, that same night, April 14th at 11.40 p.m., that boat, the Titanic, hit an iceberg and sank. A lot of us, most of us, probably know the story of the Titanic. There was even a huge movie that was done about it. And so we know about the sinking of the Titanic. And what gets me is that the pride of the boat builders and the boat owners and everything along those lines was the mentality of even God can't sink this ship to have pride so much in what you built, the pride of, you know, nothing can happen to this, that we're not even gonna do the drills so that people would know what to do if something happens, so that they can save their lives. And we all know that most people died because that boat sank. Now, there were some that got away and they're able to get into the lifeboats and everything along those lines, but the pride of those people that were running the boat, that built the boat, that owned the boat, cost people their lives. See, pride is one of those things that will damage livelihoods. But here's the thing with pride. Pride will damage our heart. Pride will ravage our heart and destroy us from the inside out. Pride often acts like a cancer. A lot of times you look at somebody and they say, I have cancer, you'd be like, well, you look perfectly healthy, but that's on the outside. Internally, there's a battle going on within them because of the cancer. And pride acts much the same way. Sometimes you can't see the pride in somebody else. Sometimes you can't see the pride in yourself, but there is a battle that is going on and pride will destroy us from the inside out. Maybe that's happened to you. Maybe that's happened to somebody you know. Not only does pride impact uh, our lives, but pride will impact the lives of others. And maybe you've had maybe a boss or a family member that is so filled with pride that their mindset, their attitude, their actions have impacted you. Maybe it was a parent. Maybe you as a parent, through your pride, is impacting the lives of others. Maybe your spouse, maybe your children. Because pride is one of those things that it doesn't just damage us, it damages those around us. And then one of the things about pride is this, and this has happened to me, uh, and it's happened to probably all of us at some point in another. Our pride will actually drive us to do things that we normally would not do. There's times where I can look back over my life and go, man, I was an idiot. Why did I do that? And if I think about it, I'm like, That was just pride. That was my pride coming out. And so pride does things like that. It drives people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. And it's often been said that when it comes to pride, that pride is the root of all sin. Now I can't give you a Bible verse on it, but I can see that. That we're always after ourselves, looking out for number one to say that. And then everything else comes from that. And so pride. It was what really got Satan thrown out of of heaven. And so pride, to a degree, is a root of all sin because we're just after ourselves. And pride is one of those things that people struggle with. Well, here's the thing. It's not just pride that's in our lives, but there's humility. And the question that we have to ask is, what is going to mark our lives? Is pride going to mark our lives or is humility going to mark our lives? because humility, just like pride, will impact our lives. When we're humble, that'll impact our lives in a good way, in a nurturing way. When humility marks our lives, it's going to guard our heart. Like, Hear me on that. Humility is going to guard your heart. Pride is going to pollute your heart. And the question is, what are you going to do? What are you going to allow happen to your heart, the wellspring of your life, the center of who you are? Are you going to allow pride to pollute it and affect everything that comes out of you, everything that flows out of your heart? Or are you going to allow humility to guard your heart? You see, Scripture calls us to humble ourselves. All throughout Scripture, so many passages that Paul talks about it and Peter talks about it. We're going to touch on that here in a second, that what Peter says. But we're called to humble ourselves before the Lord. And a lot of times when people hear the word humble, they think that we need to be uh, weak, that we need to be a doormat, that we need to be walked all over. And that's not what humility is. Isn't that what humility is at all? all. Humility speaks to having a right view of oneself. Humility is going, okay, I'm not that person that's high and exalted. It's just having a right view of yourself. But it also means that you don't look at yourself as the person that's living in the gutter and that you have no ability and that you're just a horrible person and everything along those lines. Because I've had people come up to me and they tried to be humble and they painted themselves as the worst person on the face of the planet that they just had no ability to do anything, that they were just terrible at everything. And that's actually a false sense of humility, because that's actually pride. Because we're trying to make it about ourselves. We're trying to have a pity party for ourselves. And so humility is not exalting ourselves up too high, and it's not putting ourselves down in the gutter. It's just having a right view of who we are. Humility consist of putting others first. That's what it means. It's putting other people first. Now, does that mean that we don't look after ourselves or take care of ourselves? No. Paul talks about that in the book of Philippians. We are to look after other people, but we also need to look after ourselves, because we can't do anything for anyone else. We can't serve them. We can't help them. We can't provide for them. We can't listen to them. Anything along those lines, if we're in a bad spot, And so we do need to take care of ourselves. We do need to look after ourselves, but we also need to put the interest of other people first a lot of times. And here's the problem. Our culture, for the most part, and this is a general statement, is a culture of pride. Our culture is pride. If you listen to commercials and TV shows and read books, it's all about you. It's me, myself, and I. You have your best life now. You do this. You need to do this. Find what is in you and use it. It's all about you. And Burger King, I always go back to the Burger King commercial. I, I don't know why. But it's like, have what you want the way you want it. It's like, okay, that's good. But it's all about feeding our self-centeredness, if you will. Our culture is a culture of pride and not humility. And for you and I to guard our hearts, to have a healthier walk with Jesus, what you and I need to do is we need to see the pride that is within us, the pride that we have, the pride that we struggle with, the pride that is inside of us, the pride that you're dealing with that is raging inside of you and nobody else knows, the pride that is trying to push you and form your identity and shape your mindsets, The pride that your coworkers see, the pride that your spouse sees, the pride that your kids know all too well about, that it's just about you and what you want and your desires and your aims and your goals, and nobody else matters. Well, they matter as long as they help you get what you want. And so for you and I to guard our hearts, we really need to battle against pride, the pride that is within us, the pride that oozes out of us, the pride that fuels our identity. And that's where we struggle. We struggle with, okay, everybody is prideful at times, all of us, because we battle it. And so the question is, well, how do we know where our pride is? How do we know how much pride we have? Is there a way or an area in our lives that we can start to see our pride in our lives? Well, this morning uh, today, depending on when you are listening. and next week I'm just going to lay a couple things at your feet. And next week, next episode, uh, we're actually going I'm actually going to talk to you about how pride and anxiety go together, so hopefully uh, you'll tune in into that. but so there's a couple things for you this morning to help see, help you to see the pride that is in uh, your life. And we find it in First Peter chapter 5. It's verses five uh, five and six. And what Peter says this, he says, "...young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble." Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time. Now, verse seven we'll hit next week, but those are, there's a couple things in those verses that I just want to lay at your feet and try to help you see the pride that is in, in, your, in your life, or enable you to look at your life and go, okay, is there pride in there? And then that'll help you see the pride that you're dealing with your life. And one of the first things that we can see where or how we have pride in our lives is our attitude towards those in leadership above us. Because Peter says in verse 5, Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those that are older than you. And what Peter is talking about, most likely, we don't know the context here, is that the young men in the church were probably not too happy with the older men in the church that were leading. Um, We've all been there. Um where we've been put in a situation and we look at those that are older than us and they're in a position of leadership and we don't like what they're doing. We have the mindset, they need to change. Why are they doing this? They've been doing this for so long. This isn't right. This isn't good. And we may be right in what we're saying, but the way we present that, the way we come across becomes very, very prideful. Peter says our attitudes towards those in leadership gives us an idea of the pride that we're dealing with. Because what will happen is we want what we want. You see, our culture is this. We want what we want. When I became a pastor uh, over a decade ago, I had a couple of the older people tell me this. And I I can't verify this because it's never really happened in my life. But they would hear some of the teenagers just call me by my first name, James. They wouldn't say Pastor James or Reverend or anything along those lines. And I, I was okay with it. It didn't really bother me. But the older generation in my church, it would bother them. They'd be like, man, there was a time where you saw a pastor, you had to call them reverend, you had to call them pastor, you had to show them this level of respect and authority just because of the position that they held as a pastor. And the same thing could be said in, uh, for school teachers, for police officers, for firefighters, for... You know, uh, political offices and yes, even president, but we won't get into that uh, because that's a whole couple different podcasts. But at one point in time, our culture had a humility, a respect for those in leadership that were above us. Well, if you look at our culture now, we don't have that. You know, pastors are not looked at or respected because of the position of authority that they have, like with people outside of the church. You could look at the news, and we've been going through this for, what, at least a year, over a year. And we could look at police officers and firefighters and even school teachers. School teachers aren't respected uh, the way that they ought to be because of the position that they have. And it comes down to the, the pride that people have. I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to do it your way. I want to do it my way. I don't want to do that now. I want to do it when I want to do it. And it all comes from a sense of pride of I don't have to listen to you. I don't want to do what you are telling me. I don't want to do what the law says. And so it's pride. And so Peter says we can see the pride in our lives about how we are treating or how we have an authority or respect for those people in leadership above us. Think about it for you. Do you have a boss? Do you have maybe a a teacher in college, in school? Uh, Do you have—how are you looking at the people that are above you in leadership? Are you submitting to them? And don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean we agree with them on absolutely everything. We can disagree humbly and respectfully and move on. But Peter says we need to be humble and be submissive to those in in leadership. Not necessarily walked all over— But we can still be humble in the way that we have, uh, the way we interact with them. Because we have to remember that growth and protection of our heart is fostered by humility, destruction and death is fostered by pride. But Peter goes on to say it's not just our relationship with those in authority that kind of shows to us our pride. It's our relationship with each other. He says, all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Peter goes, okay, you need to clothe yourself with humility with one another. And that word clothe means to put on. This is something that you and I need to do in our lives. We need to be humble with other people. Easier said than done, isn't it? And what I've learned, and, and this is just coming from me and my personal experience, maybe, you've, maybe you have this mindset, maybe people have told you this as well, they'll go, well, I'm only humble to those that are humble to me. That if somebody comes at me and they're prideful towards me, well, I'm not going to be humble to them. I'm going to be prideful to, towards them. Well, guess what? That's not what we're called to do. That's being prideful because you're only seeking yourself. We're called to be humble with one another. And Peter actually gives us a command. It's not be humble with one another if somebody else is humble with you. He doesn't say be humble with somebody else if you feel like it. He goes, clothe yourselves with humility with somebody else. You see, humility is not based on how other people treat you. Humility starts within us. Humility is an attitude of a heart. Humility is something that starts in our heart. And we have to make a decision and we have to foster it. Are we going to be prideful people or are we going to be humble people? And so humility starts within. If we're basing our humility or our pride off of other people and off of other events, then we're not truly being humble because humility starts internally. And then it works out of us. See, humility is going to start inside of us, and it's going to work out of us and and things like this. We're going to do the little things for other people. We're going to do small things for them. And then we're going to do things that may not be noticed. Are you okay if you do things for other people and they don't even know you do it? Are you okay with that, or does that bother you? If that bothers you, there might be some pride there. Well, how about this? Would you do things for other people even if they don't don't thank you. If you need to be thanked and noticed for the things that you do, well, that's pride. That's pride chipping away at your heart. That's pride trying to get in and polluting the wellspring of your life. See, humility is, well, I'm going to do these things for somebody else because I care for them, because I put, I'm putting them before myself, even if they don't notice me, even if they don't thank me. It's humility. It's humility. What about you? What is marking your life right now? This is only part one. We still have two other things to talk about here in verse 6 and verse 7, and they are really, really important. Because we need to have humility with God, and I'm going to point something out to you in verse 6 next, in the next episode that is, that's quite important. And we're also going to talk about our anxiety and how that goes together. What's marking your life today, humility or pride? Are you allowing your heart to be wide open for Satan to attack you through pride? Is it all about you? Is it all about your desires and your wants and your agendas? Or are you putting other people first? That really is going to decide what happens inside in your heart. It's going to show you and tell you if pride is polluting your heart or if humility is cleansing your heart. Which is it for you? Pride is one of those things that we just struggle with. And hopefully through today's episode, we've been able to help you see that a little bit more in your life, praying for you. And if there's anything that we can do, just let us know. Uh, help you, maybe Bible verses or anything along those lines, uh, just let us know. And hopefully you tune in next week as we conclude with our little mini-series on pride. And praying for you, hopefully you have a great day, and hopefully your walk with Jesus grows healthier all the more.